0: Welcome to the Carolina Snowflakes Podcast, where two Southerners come to terms with their liberal snowflake tendencies. We're your hosts. I'm Amanda.
1: And I'm Jason. And we are here with a bonus episode of the Carolina Snowflakes Podcast. This is going to be called Parlor Tricks.
0: Ooh.
1: Yeah, intriguing, right?
0: Ooh, parlor tricks.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but I think if you've been paying attention to social media you've been seeing there's been sort of a an exodus from uh, a lot of the traditional social media because there are people who are very unhappy with the results of the election
0: yeah and they're throwing tantrums and going i ain't gonna be around a facebook censoring me i'm going over here to parlor
1: Mm -hmm. and uh it's actually pronounced parlay
0: yeah, just FYI that the correct pronunciation is parlay.
1: Yeah, like French. It's French. Uh but they say parlor.
0: Yeah. Well, to to clarify the app is not French. Yeah, the app is <laughs> It's American. it's American. Yeah. I think I heard about Parlay probably a while ago. It's probably like earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Something about Ted Cruz. It was mentioned. I yeah. Googled it and was like, "What oh, oh, it's a conservative social mm-hmm. media. And then I just sort of like ignored it. Right. Until more recently when it's suddenly come back into mm-hmm. like limelight or whatever. Crash course. What is Parlay? Parlay is a social media networking site with corresponding app that you can use on your cell phones or your tablets that launched in August of 2018 by two guys, um, John Mates and Jared Thompson. And although Mates says that the site was originally intended to be a bipartisan social media platform, Parley eventually embraced a much more conservative lean as more and more Trump supporters and even politicians began setting up shop after they themselves were either banned or censored on the more mainstream sites like Twitter and Facebook. Yeah. Basically, Parlay remained a relatively small platform until earlier this year when President Trump's tweets about the mail-in ballots and about the George Floyd protests got taken down or I guess they cover it up on the screen yeah. on like Facebook and Twitter as being misleading and misinformation. Mm-hmm. And in response... Parley published a Declaration of Internet Independence which was modeled after the U.S. Declaration of Independence which got Uh, a lot of attention uh and people thought it was great. You know, conservatives thought it was great. They also started the hashtag Hashtag Trexit Mm -hmm. for people rage quitting and leaving, uh, or Twexit. Twexit, I believe. Twexit, yeah, it. yeah, not is. Twexit. Hashtag Twexit. For people Twexit. leaving Twitter. Yes. That was that was Parlay's doing, and it kind of took off and blew up. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically it stayed pretty small really until this year. Yeah, so from just recently. Yeah, so, f- so from August 2018 when it was launched through August 2019, the place only had about 100,000 users, but by wow. now we're here we are a year later, they've got over eight million.
1: Yeah, that's a big jump. Yeah,
0: a huge jump. Mm. And parlay users consists of Trump supporters, QAnon followers, conservatives, and interestingly a lot of Saudi nationals what? are on <laughs> are on that's Parley. random as
1: hell, but okay.
0: Well they are largely supporters of the Highly controversial crown prince, yeah. Mohammed bin Saman. Well, okay. And they allege that they had been censored or hushed on platforms like Twitter and oh, Facebook. So, so they, they go on Parlay. They sought and... out Parlay like probably wow. a year and a half ago. So they've been on Parlay for huh. a while. It's That's just interesting. W-
1: wow. Yeah.
0: Parlay is noted for its far-right and alt-right mm-hmm. anti-Semitic. And anti-feminist content. Many posts contain misinformation and conspiracy theories. They Parlay. abound
1: on there. There's conspiracy oh, theories everywhere. Endless.
0: And Parlay has said that they will not fact check any posts on right. the platform since they identify as a place free from censorship.
1: Yeah. there. I guess the logic is like if we say there's no censorship, then we can't be held accountable for what anybody says. But that's going to come back to bite them in the ass, I believe.
0: For sure. And as of right now, Parlay is funded through angel investors. So it's people that are throwing money at it, but kind of under the radar. Yeah. And that's probably going to change since now there's more and more users on the site. It's probably going to move to being more advertising based, kind of like Facebook, kind of like Twitter. Um, And just for curiosity's sake, who uses Parlay that's pretty darn famous? I looked it up. There's some there's some celebrities on there. Uh, Kirstie Alley, Scientologist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Scott Bayo, <laughs> uh, Dean Cain, Larry the Cable Guy, Travis Tritt, Ted Nugent, and then of course like a slew of Republican, oh, yeah. you know, uh politicians. And Talking Heads, so like Ted Cruz, Marco Rubio, Sean Hannity,
1: Tucker Carlson. Yeah, they're all on on parlay. Yep, they are indeed. And when you sign up, which I guess we should reveal that we have, we did. Um, so a lot of uh, people I think on the left don't want to see this shit, uh, because it's terrible.
0: Like, I think there's just sort of a natural curiosity of though, like Mm -hmm. what, what is that? But they don't want to go through the steps of actually giving their information and signing up and creating an account.
1: Well, we did. So
0: we did that for you.
1: Yeah. (laughs) We have taking a a dive into this world and it's, it's pretty much what I thought it was going to be.
0: Yeah, I don't think I was um, surprised by anything that I saw. Yeah. So it looks like Twitter, basically. Mm-hmm. Like if I had to describe the way it just looks, it looks like Twitter. It's like 80% Twitter, 20% Facebook. Yeah. Um, but mostly Twitter. It's a lot of hashtags. And you post, you have a um, a thousand character limit on your posts. And then you, rather than, they don't call it retweeting, they call it echoing. Mm-hmm. So if someone shares or says something that you like, you can echo it. Right. Which is why a lot of places like to jokingly or not so jokingly call parlay like one giant echo chamber for mm-hmm. <laughs> for Trump supporters. I mean, it literally
1: is. And they yeah. might as well just go ahead and embrace that. The main thing I found to me that stuck out about it was that it feels like any other social media Except, you know, the colors are different or whatever. But it Mm. it feels like a clone of anything else. And I know what's going to happen. I feel like I can see it because I've seen these people, we'll say QAnon people, for example. I've seen them move from platform to platform. And everywhere they go, toxicity, violence, and porn flood. (laughs) Yeah, follows them. Wherever it is. And then that place... Cracks down on them because it's inevitable.
0: I guess for someone who isn't super familiar, I would say if you use Facebook, for for example, imagine the worst comment section Mm -hmm. on your local news source where people are just flat out denying that COVID is real. They're flat out denying that Biden won the election. They're saying that Trump is our savior and in crazy things like that. Like imagine that and then times it by about 8 million. Yeah. And that is what parlay is. Mm
1: -hmm. And it's interesting because I checked it. I've, I've, It's been getting more and more uh, spammed up, as it were.
0: Yeah, so we joined a little while ago Uh and have been just kind of perusing the site off and on. And it has, within just the last couple of days even, gotten way more cringy and porn-filled.
1: Yes, spam, porn yeah. Just the kind of stuff that you know you can block it and then you won't see it. But there's a they have a billion accounts, so it's you're gonna see it and makes it kind of feel a little bit like 4chan again, which is like okay, I've seen these people do this before. Yeah, and I think they're they're doing it again, and I think it's gonna be probably an act of violence put on film, put up on parlor or parlay that causes another uproar or something like that. I mean, I don't know how they're going to prevent it if they don't censor anything. Part of this reason we're doing this is because I want to stay with it and watch it and see if it crashes in flames so that... Like I'll be. Yeah, justified. or just to
0: see if it ends up being um more censored. Like are they gonna go back on their stance and say, you know, we actually wanna be able to make some advertising dollars, but in order to do that, we have to be a little less gross. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I don't know. It's gonna be curious to see. So I, I like being there and looking around to watch the watch it. It's like a it's like watching a, a ecosystem of weird foreign yeah.
0: Yeah, it's like People planting eat. a thing and yeah. then watching it grow. Yeah. And you're like, what's it going to be? Yeah, I don't know exactly
1: <laughs> what it's going to do, but it's going to do something. Yeah. Yeah. And I have brought here some examples or things that I found on there. Yeah, that I... there's
0: a variety. There's there is something on parlay for everyone. Now I do want to make it clear that although the bulk of the things on parlay are things like conspiracy theories and you know pro Trump and all of that, there are actually some sides that are like pet pictures and yeah. foodie pictures. Yeah,
1: and, just like any other social. Yeah, media. any kind
0: of like like a regular sort of social media. <laughs> right, but don't let that be like. Like, oh, well, maybe it's not so bad. It is bad.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. And when you go on, what it's going to recommend to you is going to be all like Ted Cruz and conspiracies. Like the second you sign up, the first thing it's going to do is be like, do you want to follow Ted Cruz and Tucker Carlson? It does. Yeah. When you sign
0: up, it gives you a whole list of different Mm -hmm. celebrities and big names that you can follow.
1: Well, one of the first things that came to my mind to follow and to look at what they were doing was the Proud Boys. Yep. That organization of uh, young I assume mostly young white men who are gross.
0: They're gross. Um, Sorely misguided. Yeah.
1: And I was looking at some of their posts. They're doing the Million MAGA March today. A lot of their things that they were posting was about them being in there. And by the time this episode comes out, maybe you will have heard that there was a bunch of people at the White House, I don't know, peacefully protesting, but... I guess it's it's
0: nowhere near a million. No, and they don't
1: have masks on. So there's that. There might be some fights. Who knows what's going to happen? One of the the things about the Proud Boys is that they are using this to promote themselves. They're using this platform to promote themselves and to say what they are. And I thought this would be interesting. This is the core values that they say they have of the Proud Boys. So minimal government. Okay, I don't necessarily agree, but that's not that scary. Mm-hmm. Maximum freedom. That's starting to get scary. Getting we a talked,
0: little hairy with that one. We've
1: talked a lot about how when you start getting maximum freedom, things start to downslide real yeah. quick. and to, You need some restraint. Mm-hmm. That's not necessarily... That's kind of sketchy. But I like freedom, but... Right. I don't know that if I'm always trying to maximize it. It seems yeah. like that sometimes. Yeah,
0: I feel like, see, that's the thing. The word freedom isn't necessarily bad, but when you add <laughs> maximum yeah. freedom, maximum is the yeah concerning word there.
1: Anti-political correctness. I don't even really know what that means. Anti-drug war. Now, I would agree with them on that one. They're against the drug war. Uh-huh. So... Yeah, they got only one out of like ten of these things. Isn't stupid. But
0: <laughs> you're like, hmm. all right. Yeah,
1: closed borders. That's ridiculous. Anti-racial guilt. That's also ridiculous. I don't even really know what it means.
0: I think it means not feeling bad for being white.
1: Yeah. Well.
0: Because they're proud boys. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But but see that like not feeling bad and feeling proud are different things. So I don't know. Maybe that's just semantics. It's ridiculous. Hmm. They're anti-racism, which I don't even okay. Sure. Sure, they are. Me too. They're pro free speech. Uh, I'm pro free speech. Yeah, I get that. We both are. They're pro gun rights. I'm, uh, you know, depending. Uh, that's arguable. There. Then this is where it gets wacky. Glorifying the entrepreneur. I I don't really know what that means.
0: Like the person that goes into business for themselves. Yeah, like I guess. They're supposed sense? to like
1: glorify that person. Okay. Which seems kind of weird. Odd. It seems like it's targeted towards Trump. But then it takes a turn. Venerating the housewife. Mm. oh okay (laughs) that is bad yeah that's horrible venerating the housewife i guess they're trying to make it sound good but they're like yeah women are pretty much only good in the kitchen yeah
0: keep your woman at home
1: yeah and then but then we'll we'll say you're pretty cool yeah it's horrible and then reinstating a spirit of western chauvinism um There's two implications there, one being that there was a state of Western chauvinism, and two, that they want to bring it back. Mm -hmm. Um, I think you could argue any side of that you want to, but I'm not here to do that. I'm just saying that, yeah, most of their ideas are pretty crazy, except for the anti-drug war one. That's the only one I'm like, wow, how did you guys fall on that side of that one? That's weird.
0: So you found these guys on par... Oh okay. yeah, they're
1: they're all there's different groups of them on there, and mm-hmm. you know they they're on there tweeting all their their stuff. Like I said, a lot of it's related to MAGA, and then like you know saying the MAGA march, and then a lot of it's like oh we're gonna fight the antifa guys and we're gonna no beat antifa. them up, and we're t- tell the feminists to stop yelling or whatever it is they're gonna right. do. So that's one angle that you're gonna get on there. That's the sort of racist,
0: sexist,
1: sexist, misogynist sort of just I don't know, gross and kind of immature and stereotypical angle you're gonna get. Then there's the conspiracy people. So this red-pilled white rabbit person tweeted or hashtagged or what echoed, whatever the hell they parlayed, whatever they call it on there. But he, he said, future proves the past. This explains Trump's tweet. Capital I or lowercase L. The software is coded to register Trump as a Republican, capital I. Meaning the, the, the lowercase L in the word Republican was replaced with a capital I. Trump would not receive a straight party vote with this because he's saying the computer system had the word Republican spelled with a capital I, I instead of a lowercase L. Uh, and so that anyone who somehow voted, somehow that meant the votes... Didn't count. Didn't count for Trump if you voted straight party Republican somewhere. I don't know. That's Weird. the thing about the QAnon things. They're all kind of crazy like that and don't... Yeah. What To what is he referring? He I'm not it sure. Doesn't even make
0: any sense. Like I, I mean, here in North Carolina, you couldn't just do a straight ticket. You had to actually pick your candidate.
1: Right. So to what is it referring? To what tweet is it referring? Who knows? Who knows? I'm sure if you wanted to spend the time figuring it all out, you could. But it's probably something really stupid and doesn't mean anything. Hmm. But that's the kind of things you'll read from this particular guy. And I've been reading some of them. And some of them I can't understand at all. But sometimes I'm like, okay, I think I see what he's trying to claim there. It's ridiculous. Uh But I think I figured it out. (laughs) And then... This one, I think, is poignant because this one tells you what's sort of happening right now with the twigsit and where all the what, what all these people are doing, where all they're going. It was a tweet from Proud Girl American. So she's like a proud boy, but she's a girl. Uh-huh. And she's an American.
0: <laughs> proud Girl American. And she
1: said, Parlay is the new Twitter. Rumble is the new YouTube. Newsmax is the new Fox. MeWe is the new Facebook. And DuckDuckGo is the new Google. Mm-hmm. So if you don't know what those things are, that's kind of what they are. Parlays like Twitter, and Rumble's just like YouTube, except way shittier. Newsmax is insane. It's like crazy Fox News.
0: It's like Fox, but f- so much more.
1: And MeWeed's like a stupid... <laughs> fake facebook clone of a bunch of these same people so yeah I think it's kind of that tells you where this is all going i think we might be in for a future where there's two different there's social media for each side which would be really weird
0: it would definitely be different for sure
1: it would just further entrench us in echo chambers like
0: it would it would further divide mm-hmm. um because if you were just going to the, your preferred political leaning mm-hmm. social media, then you're not ever going to hear or want to hear or read anything to do with the other side. And what's most concerning, I feel, about sites like Parlay or the MeWe, which is more like Facebook, is there's the lack of moderation, the lack of censorship, the, the lack of like fact checking. Yeah, That was one thing that I noticed right away when, and, um, I logged on to Parlay and started just reading posts and stuff. Was just these things, these insane claims mm-hmm. that were being made. And Twenty
1: million Americans voted illegally, and you're like, "What?
0: No, I don't think so." Like, <laughs> wow,
1: what a what! A, just you could say anything,
0: and nobody was there to correct them. No. And the, the these statements were getting what they called echoed, so reshared over and over, and comments. And it's fascinating, but it's also a little alarming. Mm-hmm because I'm like how what kind of um, real world implications is is it going to have
1: uh, yeah I want I, I wonder about that too and I part of me worries a little bit but another part of me doesn't feel that worried because as I think a theme of this podcast as we've been doing it is that like there is this percentage of the populations? They're just shitheads, and they're on the internet, and they're gonna group in places and be shithead.
0: Yeah, and then there's also, like you mentioned earlier, that it's quite possible that Parlay or any of these other alt social media hmm. sites are gonna just kind of go the way of 4chan. Yeah, and just be so inhospitable
1: that no one goes there.
0: That no one wants to be there except like the lowest of the, the worst low. people, yeah. which.
1: Is ends up with this like really bad cesspool that you that the urge is to clean it up mm. but all it doesn't ever get cleaned up it just moves
0: yeah, they'll just relocate. Yeah.
1: So in in some ways, I think the internet's always going to have some spot like that. Some spot to for us to parlor trick on. To parlor as were, trick. As it were. Mm-hmm. But I know who's a big fan of this, is, uh, Billy Ray Charles, uh, who we interviewed on yep. this podcast. I wasn't here for that. I had to run an errand. Yeah, you Amanda had an emerg-
0: emergency in mm. the middle of the day. I, I had to interview it. him.
1: He loves it. He gave me access to his account. So that's where I saw a lot of this stuff. Like, Yeah, I actually...
0: Well, I found Billy Ray's account on Parlay, oh. and I was like, oh, my God, that's that guy that I interviewed. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, okay. He said I could look at it, and he showed me access to his account, which has been enlightening to say the least. For sure. Yeah. His grammar is terrible.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, But I think we might keep updated on this. This is kind of something that we want to follow.
0: Yeah, I think we were talking about doing, like, at the end of some episodes... Um, mm-hmm. like we do now with a one-star review or a mic check minute, mm-hmm. we might just start doing a, a minute or two of parlor tricks, right. kind of checking in with what's going on mm-hmm. on parlay.
1: And when we do, we will refer back to this episode if you don't know what the hell we're talking about. Right. Thank you guys for listening, and we hope you stay tuned. we got some great episodes planned coming up. And uh, if you like what you heard and you want to go check out our website, it's at
0: carolinasnowflakes.com
1: And if you don't want to use any of this crazy-ass new right-wing media, you can find us on the regular Facebook at
0: (laughs) facebook.com forward slash carolinasnowflakes.
1: (laughs) And you can send us an email through the evils of Google at
0: carolinasnowflakes at gmail.com
1: gmail.com
0: thanks for listening bye